Hi, I'm Natasha Marchevka. And I'm Kim Wilson. And this is Speechless. Speechless. Welcome to our behind-the-scenes take on Real Life in VO, where we share our stories, our resources, and our unsolicited opinions. Hi. Yay! <laughs> Today, and, we yes. have to say we don't have drinks because we're yeah. getting a legal opinion, and we want to well keep it legal. Keep it legal. <laughs> it's always legal. It's just a little salty <laughs> we're not going to live dangerously today no we're not um we'll, we'll see we'll see what robert wants to do maybe he wants to grab a drink so we're interviewing our first speechless interview um we have more to come but this is a special one we're just moving a little horizontally and we're talking to robert simpaglia and i'm going to confirm that that's the pronunciation of his name because as a voice actor that's our job to get it right um <laughs> But Kim and Kim had an issue <laughs> a couple weeks ago. What? An issue? Me? <laughs> and over AI and uh, a job yeah. as to whether or not she sh should I, shouldn't I? What's going on? We don't know. Right. We're just common folk. We need to understand. Right. And so we've got the incredibly talented Robert Simpaglia, both a voice actor in his own right and a lawyer. Yes. Yay. Um, to finally give the community a straight answer in layman's terms about yeah. where we should kick those jobs to the curb and where there's a possibility for voice actors in the future. That's right. That's right. Because quite frankly, I've either ignored all the info mm -hmm. or it's just over my he head. And well, and until just, you actually have to until you actually have to experience a job, it was just all background noise to me. Oh yeah, AI, AI, yeah. Oh, that's terrible. That's that's. Is it a th is it a thing? And then when a client reached out to me, I was like, Oh, this is a thing. <laughs> it is a thing. And then they they say we're going to give you thousands of dollars, and you're like, Yay! Oh no, this really sucks. So um, <laughs> we're going to interview Robert right now. How do you pronounce your name? <laughs> Siglum Peglia. So the first say? thing we're going to talk about is Kim and Robert, the story. The story. So Kim had an issue recently yeah. <laughs> about AI <laughs> and she, she was scrambling and then I was because yeah. suddenly it became a real thing where before I never really paid attention to it. And then all of a sudden <laughs> it fell in my lap and a client was like, got a little job for you and AI or TTS text to speech job. And I was like, Oh, let me see the specs. And then I was like, Oh, these are really bad. And then I was like, what do I do? And then I called Robert and Robert got back to me actually very quickly via email. And you know what he said? Two words, career suicide. <laughs> I was like, Oh, okay. And we did Tell mention me we did mention that Robert is a lawyer, but he has a unique situation in our industry, and that is that he knows everything about law and everything about voiceover. Right, Robert? Yeah, pretty much. He wrote a <laughs> he wrote a book called Voiceover Legal. Voiceover Legal, and it's been you can out find for it on quite Amazon. It's yeah. We'll put the yes. link down in the chat in the in the comments. 
Um, so he is the person to ask these important questions to. Of course, you have to hire him, but we'll talk about that after. Robert, can you share with us the two scenarios? Kim was explaining to me that there are two scenarios uh, that we're seeing now regarding AI and voiceover. Yeah, sure. I mean, well, actually, I can give you the history of AI, too, because I, yes, I, please. Was, uh, I was back in the beginning when it first started, I was involved, too, because I was I directed the session for the Bixby voice, which is on the Samsung phones. Okay. And all the Samsung appliances, they use the Bixby voice. So it's like the Siri voice for, wow. uh, for Apple. So I directed those initial sessions. And, and what they were doing back then was they were looking for a voice, you know, to kind of be like the, the voice of the brand. Sure. And so they would, you'd go in and you, you know, we recorded for, it was at least six weeks or eight weeks, you know, so we went into the, and just, you know, four or five hours a day, recording, recording, recording. And so then they used to pay really good money back then, you know, it was hundred, you know, six figure jobs back then. And wow. um, that, so that was at the beginning when right. AI was just starting. And then, then it started, then it went to, well, we don't need to do this. We could just, uh, we could pay people 50 bucks, uh, you know, $50 uh, Google gift card or, you know, a Starbucks gift card and oh have them come God. in and, and read stuff and, and we'll do it that way. And so they had these, these companies pop up where that's what they were doing. They were, if you, I don't know if you ever saw those ads, they were just, you know, they were on Craigslist. $50, come in and speak in you know, for uh, eight hours. We'll give you a $50 gift card, you know? And oh so my gosh. Getting, wow. No, so no. People were, people were off the street. So, but then now they figured out, wait a minute, it doesn't really work well trying to put everything together when you have people that don't know how to professionally do the voiceover. So that's when they, now they kind of did the hybrid now. <laughs> well, it, it, it went over to where they would get voiceover artists to do it, right? So two, three years ago, um, voiceover artists started getting these um, these requests for jobs for uh, translations or, um, you know, things like things that were nebulous like that. You're, you're going to be reading these 10,000 words for, or 10,000 lines for, uh, for translation work. That's what it's going to be used for in-house stuff. Right. So right. it's, uh, you know, they, they would pay about four or five grand. Right. Right. So, Which seems like good money, by the way, at first. Right. So that was, that's one of the camps and what, what, and what they would, back then they wouldn't even give you like a contract or anything. So you wouldn't really even know what was going on. Right. What is back then in your, it was like two, eight, 2018, 2019. Okay. So not that long ago. No, not that long ago. A couple of years ago. <laughs> okay. So, but it's been evolving so fast. So that, okay. like that, that was a long time ago for AI <laughs> okay. stuff. Okay. So now, so now what they're doing is they they have those camps of people that are doing the, the voiceovers like that, where they're paying, you know, two to 5,000, 5,000 on the high end for, you know, reading like 10,000 lines and they take the com complete ownership of your files. They can do whatever they want with them in perpetuity. They can sell them to third parties. They, they can do anything. You're, you're just selling yourself. You're selling your soul to the, to the devil for, you know, two or five grand, but they're a bunch of little companies out there doing them so you can do a whole bunch of them if you wanted to if you wanted to do oh. 20 20 of those but what they do with those things is they sell them to these ai banks of voices so you know like you'd have um you have live voices that are on producers websites you know things that we try to get onto as voiceover artists well they have the same thing with artificial voices right so they um they sell them to those sites. So your, your voice will show up as, you know, the voice of, 
Henry on on this on this bank, right? Right. And you don't get paid anything because you already you already did the job. So, Apple, um, Google, Amazon, uh, Microsoft—they all they're all doing these okay. types of banks, right? And then they're just they're licensing them out to to these little companies that are creating these little banks of artificial voices right wow. so they're, they're the big ones so like what happened in the bev standing case bev had done one for like that was supposed supposedly for the uh, american institute for uh, uh research for china and it was it was bogus it was just that was just a whole ruse it was a little wow. company just trying to collect collect these voices wow. and she never signed a contract and her voice ended up on tiktok as you guys probably know and so we were able to go after tiktok and we successfully won the case um Microsoft did the same thing with another one of my clients out of um, UK. And these were all from, you know, a couple of years back when these were recorded. Wow. So they weren't, that was before the contracts were developed. So if they had signed these contracts now, because it's the same thing that those talent did, you know, back then without a contract, they had signed the contracts now, they'd be out of luck. They'd have no recourse. (laughs) They'd be done. So that's one camp. So, so can you just explain before you go to the second camp, explain what happens when these little companies get this voice and we've lost it now forever and ever, we've lost the rights to our voice. These little companies, can they now produce car commercials? I mean, what can they do? Yeah. So, so what they do, what they do is they, they take your files, right? So they've taken ownership of your files and they just put the files up on a, you know, on a, on an internet website somewhere yeah right and you can go anyone can go up like if you go to azure go to microsoft azure yep because that's the easiest example of best example of what i'm talking about right okay so you go up there you can post post paste copy and paste any copy that you want into azure and it will come out and you pick the voice that you want and it will come out with a finished recorded file Wow. Right. So, so you, you sell, you're selling basically the files and then the, the machine puts it all together, you know, computer puts it all together and spits out the final, the final product. Oh so a lot of people now are a lot of voiceover artists now are saying, well, that's never, it doesn't sound real. It's not a big deal. It's, it's well, they'll still be using my voice live because it doesn't sound real. Well, that was the case a few years ago. Now it sounds a lot mm-hmm. In a year now, I'm giving it a year. You'll never know the difference. Yeah. Right. And what happened with the the, the uh, voice actress out in, in the UK? She actually was up on Azure, and one of her oh. clients. She does a lot of she does a lot of IVR. One of her IVR clients was they cut, fired her, and they were using it off. Oh, they were just taking the stuff oh, off gosh. of Azure to offer the updates. Oh, right. So we were able to we won against Microsoft too, and they're going to pull her stuff off. That was part of the deal. So um, that's one of the camps. Like when okay. you do these recordings, they, they they get sold forever. That goes up on these banks and you have zero control over it ever again. So if you do a bunch of them, the chances are, you know, if you do 20 of these, say you do 20 of these recordings for 20 different places and you can actually just do one set of recordings because now they don't even need you to read a script anymore. Now they can just have using like your, your podcast right here. They can take your voice off this podcast. Oh goodness! Create these files. They create the, you know, the, wow. the AI files. So they don't even need to do a particular script anymore. So 
some pla- you know, a lot of places want you to read their script because they're doing, they have their own, Specific. you know, their own uh, algorithms that they're using and stuff like that. But um, so that's the one. They're, they're both of them work the same. So you have the, but they're both they're they're different because of the contracts. So okay, one okay. one contract says you lose all ownership of everything. The other camp says that you're going to keep ownership of your files. We company are going to keep ownership of what our what our machine produces, right? Our internet, whatever. That's got to be our property, but we're going to give you a residual, a royalty, if we sell these to third parties that's used for commercials and used for profit. So, and you know, it usually has some kind of provision saying that you'll be able to negotiate with those third parties, or it'll have some kind of range, you know, for the royalty, eight to ten or eight to fifteen percent, whatever. There's something in there, but it keeps the door open. So when your voice gets used in the future, you can actually make money <laughs> off your voice by cloning your, you're cloning your voice and you can, you, you can, you know, it's another you. So you, when someone goes up to Azure and, you know, the IVR put the, you know, the place goes in there and uses their up, makes the updates with your voice, you'll get a piece of it. So yeah. that's, that's the, that's the good camp. That's the good camp. <laughs> good that's camp, what every, everyone needs to know that, that there is. So, so when we see jobs on um, online casting sites, really it's quite simple in the specs you want to look for something that says you will receive uh residuals you um, want to see ones that say if they say that they're going to license the use of, of your files they're you're, they're going to pay you um a, some kind of uh, royalty or residual if it's used commercially by a third party okay you know those are the, those are the kind of things that you want to see if they're saying they're going to take ownership in perpetuity you know of the copyright and everything and you have you know no recourse and they're going to pay you a flat fee those, those are the ones those are the career suicide ones that's career suicide <laughs> right you have zero control over that you know right. so i mean I'm, I'm not saying it's going to cause your career but you're competing but you're against yourself on. yeah you're competing against yourself <laughs> what's the point of that why yeah. would you want to compete against your own voice that's crazy in my right. opinion you got to be right. crazy for that if you're gonna if they're gonna use a clone of your voice wonderful Wow. How do people contact you and what is your hiring process? You know, as uh, solopreneurs, we are freelance talent, you know, having a lawyer on hold or whatever you call that mm-hmm. yep. is, you know, not something really we're used to. What is the process for us to hire you if we have questions or something? Because I don't just, want everyone to just email you questions. It's right. not a free process. How does that work? Well, I mean, I, I don't mind sending people email me questions. That's Be fine. Be careful I mean, Kim, what you say. Kim, Kim, Kim knows, right? Kim. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, yeah, you're a lawyer. Yeah. You are careful what you say. Okay. Go. Yeah, it, dep- it's, it's, it depends on how I answer. Like, it depends on what the answer is going to be. Or, or That's right. Going, if I'm going to have to charge for it or not. So, okay. but if, you know, if it, it's no, no problem. Like, that's how, I, that's how I get business. People email me or call me and I, you know. That's right. I, that's that's part of my job so it's not a problem um, that's right that's right so yeah if, if you basically you know if you get a contract in there that you want reviewed contact me and i i'll uh, i usually charge if it's under five pages 150 if it's more than uh, five pages 250 for review of a contract i could get involved in negotiations i've done that you know a lot of times before when clients are like oh i you know i'll suggest maybe um the rates a little i usually don't get involved with the rates but sometimes the rates are really low and i'll say you know i think that rate's a little low and so they may want me to go back to negotiate but i won't do it unless i'm negotiating the whole thing because that okay. kind of me stepping over into the agent territory like i don't sure. just negotiate the price 
But if I'm going back to negotiate the whole terms of the contract, then I could talk about the price at the same time because it just makes it just makes it easier, more efficient. Gosh, so. you know, it's so nice to know you're in our corner and we're so <laughs> lucky to have you. Really grateful for you, for you and your services and all you offer to the community. Thank you. Oh, thank you. So yeah, um, the bottom line is we, we contact you and then you just say, this is the deal. Uh, right. We don't have contact to pay me. to hear your voice, you know, to pick up the phone. Hi, this no, is no. Robert. $75. <laughs> no, no, no. The, the best way, the best way to get in touch with me is email. Fantastic. Thank you so Thank much, you so much for our questions. I appreciate you being here and I hope that, uh, uh, my business is easier next year when I reach out to you <laughs> for, for different things. So thank you. You're thank you. You're very welcome. So as usual, we'd love you to comment below. Of course, only nice comments. <laughs> and um, feel free to email us anytime at speechlessvogmail.com. We will read them. And if, if it's a question for Robert, remember, you got to pay him. Um, but we can forward your questions to him and then, and then he'll decide if he's going to get back to you. Um, please click to subscribe and click that bell to get notifications of when an episode is going live. Um, and, and don't forget, fuck it. We've got shit to do. I keep forgetting how to say it. <laughs> fuck, it. fuck it. Be awesome now. There you go. Because we've, we've got shit to do. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Speechless.